You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, I'm back. This is Dr. Heidi with It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, and I'm so glad you're here. I will tell you, um, I have so much stuff to tell you guys that I can't wait to tell you. Um, what the podcast topic is today, I have no idea. I decided that whatever comes out of my mouth is what the podcast topic will be. Um, I have a lot going on, which is what I'm excited to tell you. First of all, a few episodes ago, I was sitting by my dining room table, remember, and a cardinal came flying in right when I started talking. And I don't remember if I've said this, I am getting old and my mind tends to forget things, but my husband did put in a bird bath and a bird feeder for me in front of the window where I can sit and do my podcasts because um, I was hoping to attract the cardinals and the blue jays and watch them while I was talking. And so far, um, in the course of the two weeks this has been up, we've attracted about one cardinal, a huge squirrel, and 87 blackbirds. So I'll have to keep you posted if the bird feeder and its intentions get any better from here on out. So that was one thing. The next thing I wanted to say is we have got four letters now from my daughter who's at Marine Corps Boot Camp. The first two, the second two, much more positive. So for those of you who are doing the 13-minute challenge, thank you. Um, I have been able to not miss a day yet. Uh, there was one day that I was doing my challenge at about 1045 at night. But um, again, I don't expect people not to miss a day. It's all about taking 13 minutes a day for yourself to do something that you have wanted, needed, or been waiting to start. And, you know, I there's people doing art, there's people journaling, meditating, working out, walking, whatever. Uh, but the update from boot camp, as far as we know, is she seems to be handling it well. Um, she said the hardest part is understanding what the drill instructors are saying because they're yelling so loud. Uh, I believe that's something that many of you who are listening are probably used to. A lot of you have probably lived in yelling environments. And my thought process when I read that part of her letter was um, she'll get used to it and she'll be able to decipher what they mean because that's what we do when you're living in a toxic environment. You learn to anticipate and you learn the cues and you learn what certain things mean so that you can be one step ahead. And in a toxic environment, that's not a healthy thing, but I just know we as humans are adaptable and she's going to be just fine. So that's the update on that. Uh, the next update, 
I don't think I've announced yet, uh, but we did announce that I am closing my wellness center. Uh, since I began the Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Program about three and a half years ago, maybe four years ago, um, it has absolutely exploded. Now, it's sad that it exploded, but my goal is to be the person I needed when I was in it. And I have continually stood by that thinking, you know, I just want to be able to be there for the people that need me. And in the course of that, I am now changing careers. Um, I am not quitting chiropractic, but I am closing the wellness center and moving to just a one room um, to see my chiropractic patients um, and acupuncture patients two days a week and coaching with Dr. Heidi and the Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing will now take up uh, the rest of my full-time work week. And for me to make that decision, it took me about a year and the month of June, it about did me in. I was trying so hard to rationalize, you know, should I do this? What if this? What if that? Just like when you're wanting to leave a toxic relationship or you're wanting to cut yourself off, you know how the what ifs come in and just devour you? My month of June did that. And I, I think the eye opener towards the end of June was, I didn't sleep one night very well because my brain wouldn't shut off on all the different options that I could go through to be able to get the toxic relationship stuff growing bigger and going more worldwide and getting the information out to the people that need it. And I, my, my brain was 100 miles an hour. So by the time I woke up that morning, I was tired and I was overwhelmed and how was I going to do this? And I had all these ideas and I had all these what ifs and I was driving to work and my oldest daughter called. Boy, was she sorry she called because she got to hear everything that was going on in my brain at 100 miles an hour. And um, she did a great job of talking your mom off the ledge. She's like, mom, everything will work out just one day at a time, and I felt like I was talking to myself. I felt like she was memorizing and spitting back uh, what I have said over the years. But she and then turned and texted my younger daughter that mom's having a tough day, and all day long they were sending me encouraging stuff. Okay, I was impressed with that because that's what I try to do to my clients. I try to touch base. I try to make sure you know that I'm here when you know you're going through a crappy day or it's a court day or you've decided to make some big changes. And it was awesome to have both my girls realize that, you know, mom's struggling here. And so my plan was then to not think about it, to not think about it at all through um, the month of July. I'm not going to make any plans. I'm going to enjoy my summer. I've got a couple trips. I've got some stuff to do. And wouldn't you know it that the minute I decided to quit thinking about it, everything just like fell in my lap. And um, I thought it was ironic because how the whole transition happened that I'm able to rent a room, that my landlord's letting me out of the lease, that everything is just going to run smoothly. The team is totally on board. Um, everybody that I've talked to, my mentors, my coaches, um, my family are super proud of me for making the decision. And it just, it, it happened and was done in like three hours. Uh, by the 10 days, the email went out to my, my wellness center patients that I'm moving. 
um, and I'm cutting my hours. And the reason is, is because I want to do this. This is my passion. This is exactly what I went through, what I went through to do so that I can be there for you. Um, whether I'm getting you all the answers or not, I don't know. I just am wanting everybody to know that you are not alone. You, there's a multitude of people that are going through the same thing. There's a multitude of people that understand exactly where you are sitting in the position that you're in, no matter what stage of dealing with toxic people you are in. And so that's a huge announcement for me. So right now, everything in my wellness center is for sale. Patients are coming through and they're buying stuff off the walls and I've got the furniture for sale. And it was kind of amazing because it replicated something in my past. Me making the decision and just doing it was how I finally left the toxic relationships I was in. I, I made myself sick waiting for the perfect day, letting the what ifs devour me, um, you know, taking other people's opinions, worrying about what people thought, how is it gonna affect other people? I did the same thing with this decision as I did when I knew it was time for me to let people go out of my life. And I just thought it was ironic because I'm like, okay, Heidi, seriously? How come you haven't learned this pattern? You know, and every time I go through something like this, I learn something more. And every time I go through something like this, I realize me coming through the toxic relationships, I've already learned this. I already have the tools to handle this. But when you are programmed certain ways and your brain thinks certain ways, we fall back into the patterns of thinking that that we thought and, and we reacted to when we were in unhealthy environments. And so me trying to make this business decision um, fell into the same exact thing. I got ate up with, what are people gonna think? Um, you know, what if I can't make it? What if financially this doesn't work? What if this is the wrong decision? Blah, 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 blah. You, know, you guys all know what I'm talking about. And then when I just stopped, slowed down, decided kind of what was best for me, the whole thing just happened and fell in my lap. And it was the, the best feeling. And now, yeah, it's a little bit of work and we've got, we've got a lot of stuff to move around in the next couple of weeks. And, but, but I am 100% now focused on just chiropractic on two days a week and I get the rest of the week to focus on you guys, give you guys what you want. I get to meet more people. I get to you know lead more. I'm gonna get to speak more. I'm gonna get to travel more. Um, we have the one um, national conference that we host in St. Louis. Um, towards the end of March, the beginning of April every year. That's gonna remain here, but we are now anticipating on taking um, the seminars and the workshops to different cities because I will have a lot more time to bring the information to your local areas. And it's got me and my team very, very excited because this is what we've been waiting for since the day I decided I was gonna do this. So um, everything in your life you guys hear me say this all the time because this is what my mom says, happens just the way it's supposed to. And looking back, the, the pattern and the path that my life took to get me where I am right now to be able to be sitting here talking to all of you, I would not be here if one thing would have changed. And you've heard me say it before, would I want to do it again? Eh, probably not. But if I knew I had to, to be doing what I'm doing, I would because I have never felt the satisfaction of work in my life 
until I started this. This is what I was created for. And I'm so excited that now my life has allowed me to do it bigger and to do it better and to meet more people. I have the Strength Within group on Facebook and we started it in late November. I think it's pushing uh, 350 something people. Um, my goal with that support group is it's closed so people can search it but they can't see who's in it and they can't see what's posted in it unless you're in it. But my goal with that support group is to bring people from all over the world together so that you know in a toxic relationship you're not by yourself. There is people that are experiencing the same thing you are. So when you're sitting there feeling alone, that's not how it really is. If we can just get you the right information and get you the right connections, you're going to feel empowered. And that Strength Within group has been great. And you know what? I have so many people in there that are so positive. If I'm too busy to get in there and answer everybody's questions, at the end of the day, I finally sit down and I start going through. The support within that group is amazing. I don't, I don't have to monitor it. I don't have to erase comments. I don't have to say, hey, can we not call names? I don't have to do any of that in that support group. And to me, that's strength. That is building strength from the bottom up or, as I say, building a foundation out of the bricks others have thrown at us. And uh, this strength within group is, is kind of turning into my pride and joy. So if you're not in that group, it is a fantastic support group for you to be in if you're going through any toxic relationship stuff. Okay, one of the suggestions that was sent to me when I put out I Need the Podcast topic um, was a little bit brain fog. Okay, when I got that uh, suggestion, my brain went 82 ways because as a healthcare professional, I treat the adrenals. And the, what the adrenal gland does is it, it releases the hormones that helps our bodies adapt to stress. So if you've been raised or have been living or have been working or have been existing in a toxic environment for a lengthy amount of time, or if you have hopped from one toxic environment to another, chances are your adrenal system has been affected at some degree. And so some of the brain fog from that statement when they said, tell me, let's talk about the brain fog. Some of my um, energy went healthcare direction because your body cannot sustain living in chronic stress continually. And what happens to the systems in your body is they start breaking down. And when you throw so much attention into pleasing other people and staying out of trouble and putting fires out and keeping conflict down, you don't have time for your brain to think about the little things. You've got all this big stuff going on. So we tend to feel like our memory is getting bad or we're questioning ourselves, or we forget things. And a lot of that is just because our brain is occupied with other stuff. And when your body is going through so much stress, it has to remember the important things and it has to keep the important body functions going and it will shut down some of the not such important body functions and kind of take the, the brain space away from the not such important stuff. And as humans, we are adaptive. So your body's going to protect itself. So it is going to do whatever it needs to to protect you from harm, danger, illness, disease, all of that. And so part of the brain fog... Um, umbrella, your health is going to fall 
into that because of the adrenal component of living in chronic stress. There is a entire podcast episode on the effects of living in chronic stress. And I do do um, consultations and I do do the supplementation and the recovery of uh, adrenal fatigue. So if anybody is interested, if you listen to that podcast and you're interested in hearing more about it, um, you can just set up a consultation with me just like you would any other way and maybe throw into the notes that you wanted to talk about adrenals. Uh, adrenal fatigue is 100% a thing. Um, you don't hear about it a lot if you're going uh, through your MD and in the MD's defense, there is not a supplementation on the market or a pharmaceutical drug that fixes adrenal fatigue. And why is that? Because adrenal fatigue comes from lifestyle. So in order to heal from adrenal fatigue, you have to change your lifestyle. The adrenal gland, again, is the gland that releases the hormone that helps us adapt to stress. So when you are in chronic stress all the time, every day of your life, they're going to wear out. And that's what brings on adrenal fatigue. Any type of medication is not going to fix that. So I have a recovery program. Now, there is some supplementation involved in mine, but a lot of it is lifestyle change. So that is one of the reasons for brain fog. Um, I believe one of the other reasons for brain fog in toxic environments is just basically the toxic person needs. Now, you can probably all say this out loud with me because I say it so much, right? Control, power, attention, and admiration. We are so programmed to make sure that the toxic people in our lives are getting that, that the, the amount of time we spend on ourselves our hobbies, our joys, what makes us happy, what, um, you know, doing the things that fulfill us is a minute percentage compared to um, the brain activity that is used to keep toxic people happy. And because we are targets, now I say we, um, usually somebody who winds up in a toxic environment or a toxic workplace or a toxic friendship has a kind, caring, loving, giving personality. So you are going to attract the type of person that is going to need to be able to control you um, or somebody that needs attention because we are going to sacrifice ourselves, our well-being, our hobbies, our happiness, our lives for others because that's just how we are. A toxic person knows that and they take advantage of that. And just because I say that, it does not mean toxic people are bad. I don't want um, anyone to think toxic people are bad. Toxic people just have different personalities with, than us. And not all personalities go together, right? That's why we wait so long to find the perfect soulmate or the perfect partner. Because not all, toxic, not all personalities go together and it's the same thing. Um, we let toxic people be who they are because we're not going to change them and it's not our responsibility to change them. We can only change ourselves and it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves. But because we put so much energy into fixing and caring for and, you know, keeping them happy, the amount of brain energy that goes into us is almost nothing. So when you feel like you're, you're going through brain fog, most of that is probably fatigue. Some of it is, is maybe a little bit of depressive type symptoms because you're starting to feel unhappy. And I'm not talking necessarily about clinical depression, but when you're unhappy, you think negative things. 
And when you think negative things, negative things occupy your brain. And it keeps positive things out of your brain and out of your thinking process when you are spending all of your energy thinking about the negative. I just got off the phone with a client and she said, I was so mad at myself last night because um, I had such a stressful day dealing with a former um, partner and dealing with the kids that situations that go along with the former partner and I'm exhausted from it. It's been years of the same thing and I found myself getting into bed saying, I hate my life. And she said, I was so embarrassed. I think I said, I hate my life five times before I then tried to go into this nice peaceful slumber. And I said, I totally get it. And I think I said this a couple weeks ago. Um, when I was in the mess and I was letting my mind go very negative, um, I used to say my life is a joke. And I said my life is a joke so much that I had somebody make me a pair of sweatpants and it said my life is a joke right across the butt. And you know at the time, I was so proud of it for some reason. Now looking back, I'm like, what a negative thing to be feeding myself every day. I get up every day and I put the sweatpants on that say my life is a joke on the butt. You know, I just saying this right now, I am now going to make myself a pair of sweatpants that says something super positive on the butt. And as soon as I decide what it is, I will let you know. But she was just saying how upset she was with herself because she's been trying to heal and she's been trying to grow. And here she crawls into bed going, I hate my life. I hate my life. And that's kind of where the brain fog comes in. We get programmed to think the worst. Doomsday. You know, because what's going to happen next, you never know. So you're continually thinking the worst. And when you are with some of the more extreme toxic people, they like to threaten you with things. Things like, I'm going to take you back to court. Or um, if you do this, you're, you are going to regret it for the rest of your life. Or um, you, may, you may be leaving this relationship, but I promise you, I'm going to make your life hell. Or I'm going to make sure you're never happy. And they say stuff like that, which automatically programs us to start thinking negative. So if your mind is totally occupied with negative, the brain fog is, is going to be obvious because if all you're thinking is negative and all you're thinking about how bad everything is, it's going to be really hard for you to remember the things you need to remember. Now, like I said, I'm, I'm getting old. Last night, I'm running around my kitchen thinking, I got to go to the grocery store tomorrow and I got to get this and I got to get this and I got to run to this store and I got to get that. And I felt like there's so much stuff I need because I haven't been to the store in about a week and a half. And I'll write my list in the morning. And this morning I got up and I got my list out and I'm like, okay, I need coffee and I need eggs. And then I thought, really last night I felt like I needed 80 things and this morning my brain fell out. And why? Because I was already thinking, okay, I got to talk to two clients. I got to do a podcast. I got to clean the house. I got to run to the store. I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to. And then my kid calls and, and I realized, slow down. You're completely distracted. One thing at a time. And when you're in a toxic relationship, you don't get to do or say or think one thing at a time. Um, toxic people are very addicted to chaos. They're addicted to drama. They're addicted to unpredictability. Why? Because they like to keep people in their life guessing. Because when people in their life are guessing, their attention is on them. Right? And 
So I feel like my mind has been trained to do 87 things. And that's exactly what I was doing the morning this morning. So then I wrote the list and I'm like, well, I really don't need to go to the store if all I, if all I need is two things. So now I'm walking around my house thinking, looking around, looking in the pantry, looking in the refrigerator, trying to collect my thoughts back slowly on the grocery list that I needed. But that's just, I mean, this is a now a life, healthy life example, but I believe that some of that 100 mile an hour thinking is residual from when I was in toxic relationships, staying one step ahead. So of course, if you're continually trying, what are they thinking? What are they going to do? What do I have to do to keep them happy? What if this? What if that? What? Of course, you're going to have brain fog because of course, you don't have time to slow down and get your thoughts straight. And, you know, when I start working with clients, I have um, quite a bit of homework. And some of it is silly. You know, people are like, do I really have to do this? Yes, because this is questions about you. How long has it been since you've thought about you? And they're like, like forever. So they find that the questions that I'm asking them about themselves are hard because they haven't thought about it for years. And they're questions like, you know, what did you like to do when you were young? Oh, wow. I haven't thought about that in like 22 years. But it's to, it's to slow your thinking down and bring your thinking back to you because all the running around in the chaos and the staying one step ahead occupies your brain. So that was my thought on the brain fog part of uh, what I wanted to talk about today. The other thing that I want to talk about today um, a little bit came up this morning when I was talking to a client as well. And this is a long-standing relationship. And it was one that has been very programmed. The, the person, the client that I was speaking with has been very programmed to react. Um, I have to answer the emails. I have to answer the texts. What if I don't respond? Um, that's just gonna make things worse. You know, and we were talking about this and I said, you know what? If you really think about it, um, they don't really change their playbook. You know, you've been in it for multitude of years and they're still using the same exact plays to get you to react and to get you to respond as they always have. And I said, imagine this. Imagine you're watching a football game and the one team only has one play. And they do the play once, they score. They do the play again, they score. They do the play the third time, and the opposing coach is going to go, wait a minute. They're running the same play every time. So if we can strategically place ourselves, we should be able to handle this game, right? It is the same exact thing with the toxic person. They don't change their playbook. They change their words, and they change their threats, and they change... A few different things, but at the end of the day, they use the same play all the time to get you wound up and to get a reaction out of you. So if you can be the coach on the opposing team going, wait a minute, this is exactly the same thing that they've been doing all along. You can step back from it, not react, because it's really nothing different. It's the same thing they've always done. But when you're in a toxic relationship, they make you feel like 
because everything is always chaotic and because everything is always an emergency and everything is about them, you are continually on guard to see what play they're going to use and to see how you have to protect yourself and see how you have to step back and get ready. And if you really sit back calmly and look at it, they're running the same play. They're threatening you. They want a reaction. What's the worst that can happen? They'll run the play again. You know, yeah, they change the words and they change a few things, but at the end of the day, it's the same freaking thing that they've been doing. So if you can just wrap your head around the fact that they're, they're the football team using the same play, it's only going to take us three plays to figure this out. It's much more relaxing for you if you can sit back and let them do their thing. You know, don't respond. If you have to respond, you can respond with the okay emoji. The little hand with the okay sign. Just like, you're taking me back to court? Okay. You're mad about something again? Okay. Because they're always mad. And they're always taking you back to court. And they're always threatening you. And they're always gonna this and gonna that. And you're gonna pay. And it's the same thing they've always been doing. But in the past, it has gotten a reaction. And remember, they're looking for a reaction. Why? Because as soon as they get a reaction, they know that they're still in control. Now, when they don't get a reaction, yeah, you're going to get a longer text and you're going to get a meaner email and you're going to have a little bit of retaliation because they're not used to you not reacting. What? I trained them to react to me and they're not reacting. What's going on? They don't like the fact that they're not in control of your emotions and they'll have to turn up the heat a little bit. But that's okay because turning up the heat is just running the play faster. It's not changing anything. It's just we're going to turn up the heat and we're going to run the play faster and we might change the players a little bit. But it's really the same play. And so when I was talking to her, she's like, you know what, this is going to help me so much because now when this happens, I can visualize myself as the coach on the opposing team going, why are you still running the same play? We've totally got you figured out. But, be, but it takes me to tell people that because we're programmed to quickly fix it or to quickly respond or fix everything or be scared of them or feel threatened by them or you know give them what they want. And you don't, you don't have to. And so I guess, you know, along with the brain fog, that same thing causes brain fog. All that stirred up chaos keeps you thinking about everything but you. And, um, you know, kind of going on with the visualization. If I can visualize something, I can kind of put it into perspective. And that's why I thought of, you know, it can be, it can be any sport. If you're not a football person, put it in a different sport. But just know that toxic people use the same, the same playbook because their, their ultimate goal is the same. It's for control, for power, for attention and admiration. Now, one of the things that we run into a little bit is when they start losing control, um, sometimes triangulation enters. And what triangulation is, is I don't have the definition in front of me um, because I don't have anything in front of me today. But triangulation is when a toxic person reaches out to another party to make you feel um, like you've been ganged up against or to make you feel like you have to um, submit because now there's more on their side than on your side. And kind of make it look like everybody believes them 
and nobody's going to believe you. You know, strength in numbers. So the triangulation may show up when you realize that they're they're making the same play all the time. And they'll start sucking people on their team. So their team is more powerful than your team. But their team still only knows how to run the same play. So don't let yourself get distracted when triangulation occurs. Because it's just another tactic to make them feel powerful. And, and make you feel and look like you are um, beneath them. Toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. And every play that they use is for that exact thing. So thank you guys for listening uh, today. I hope everybody has a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, Visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at coachingwithdrheidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. It's toxic.